Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. And they've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Welcome, everyone, to the Chuck and Julie Show. Chuck Bonniel, Julie Hayden. We're down in uh, our refrigerator like uh, <laughs> barracks. It's zero outside, but uh, a lot of fun. Cough <laughs> uh, simulators. Yes. <laughs> well, that's I'm just coming back from. And so it may be cold down there, but you're swing warm. Yeah. Hey, the show Truth Straight Up brought to you by HappyTrees.co, Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine, and Denver Centigenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. We will later in the show address Whoopi Goldberg saying, hey, if more white people got beat up, they would do something about that. We'll play you some stuff. And you can see clearly Whoopi Goldberg not paying attention. You need to talk about jungle primaries because they're starting to make a push for that. And there I have them someplace like Alaska, and it's a disaster, and Republican moderates will go for it. But first, I wanted to bring up one of our favorite guests, Robert, Robert Spencer, Spencer from Jihad Watch. Uh, Robert has got a great article in PJ Media as well as in Jihad Watch on did the CIA engineer Watergate to get rid of Nixon. Uh, Robert, great to have you back. Good to see you, folks, as always. Thanks. That's right. So and so, a lot of this has been coming out as we're learning more about the deep state. Some records have been released. And Tucker Carlson, in particular, has been and been talking about this, right? I think he's kind of flat out said he thinks the CIA killed John Kennedy, um, or at least was directly involved in it. And then he had a show on the other day where we talked about Richard Nixon and the CIA and all of that. And you actually, he made some good points, but you made even better points when you made the connection. So why don't I just let you explain what you found and and maybe answer the connection. So did the CIA engineer Watergate to get rid of Richard Nixon? Could have happened. Uh, There's a lot of evidence. Tucker, actually, I was confused because in his broadcast, he says that Nixon met with the CIA director, Richard Helms, on June 23rd, 1972, and suggested that he knew who killed Kennedy. And then Watergate happened. But the Watergate, the first big story in the Washington Post about Watergate was actually before that. And the break-in was on the 17th of June, about six days before this meeting with Helms. So what you would really need would be Nixon saying this to Helms before the Watergate break-in. Right, right. And that's exactly what you do have, because that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Tucker, I don't know how this happened, but Tucker gave the date wrong. The meeting with Nixon and Helms actually took place on October 8th, 1971. Right. And Nixon says, who killed John? Did uh, Is Eisenhower guilty? Is Johnson guilty? Is Nixon guilty? And he says he's going to protect the dirty tricks department of yes. the CIA. So it suggests that he thinks the CIA has a role in it. And he's assuring Helms that he's not going to blow the whistle on the CIA dirty tricks department. However, it's entirely possible that Helms went away thinking, well, he's speaking altogether too frankly about our right. secret operations. And so we have to get rid of this guy. And that may have started the process that led to the June 72 break-in, 
and then the cover up and he feels like politically he has to cover it up or he's going to uh, it's going to go even worse for him. And that ends up ending his presidency. Right. And th- I mean, then that's a huge difference. So if people saw the Tucker thing. He had Nixon having this conversation with four the days, director four days after the break, after, yeah. after the break in which. You know, he kind of wiggles around that a little bit, saying what was in the works. But but the reality is he actually had that conversation much before. Well, not yes. way, way before, but much before the break in. And I think you're absolutely right. If your helms are like, why is he even talking to me about this in the first place if he's not going to do anything? Uh, with it's, it? it's an implied threat, just like exactly. um, the FBI director Comey to. Um, Trump, I, I don't do Weasley moves. I don't leak, <laughs> which meant he did all those things. And yeah. maybe that's the Helms took it. Oh, okay. I got it. Well, oh, yeah. I think it was very much a shot across the bow that Nixon is saying, I know you guys were involved in this and you don't have to worry about me, which means you do have to worry about me. <laughs> because if they didn't, then he wouldn't have said that he knew about this dirty tricks department. Right. But to even bring it all up and in the context of who shot Kennedy and who's responsible, it's very clearly something that might have worried Helms and made him think, okay, we've got to remove this guy from office. We can't kill two presidents in the space of 11 years. <laughs> that gets a little suspicious. Even well, that's too much for us. That he can't get around and that he'll have to resign over. Right. Well, and so, and then to, to put it in perspective too, um, the, so many of the, the, what, four of the Watergate burglars were actually CIA people, right? Yes. And, and so then, was Bob Woodward. Right. Well, and then Chuck has been doing a lot of research on Bob Woodward. Anyone like me, you know, I grew up as a young journalist, Watergate, we all wanted to do Watergate. And you thought, well, Bob Woodward is this traditional, great journalist. Turns out, no, he's a spy himself, basically, right? Well, he was in he was in naval intelligence for five years as an aide de camp to Admiral Moore, who became at that time the head of the chief of staff. Um, he suddenly gets out of the, the Navy and wants to become, uh, gets into Harvard Law School. Uh, so Yale undergraduate literature, Harvard Law School, and goes to the Denver Post for two weeks where he doesn't make the tryout. Washington which, Post. Washington Post, rather, which, you know, is basically, no, you're obviously, you know, you're not going to fool anybody. Well, <laughs> interject here. The Washington Post, particularly back then, didn't do tryouts. They probably had hundreds, literally hundreds of reporters. But they didn't have English lit majors from Yale back then. They do now, <laughs> but back then they they did not. And so he went to work for the Montgomery County Sentinel. Now, I own a paper, a local paper, that's twice, was twice, is twice the size. Still, Montgomery County Sentinel no longer exists, um, but twice the size, twice the circulation, twice everything else. And I don't have English lit majors after five years in the Navy wanting to do the, you know, the, the police. The whole that's, that's all garbage. That is all garbage. And his introduction to, to Mark Felt where he said he's just sitting there and he goes, hi, I'm Lieutenant so-and-so. I'm looking for a mentor, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Woodward was clearly, you know, I mean, his father, his father's very prominent judge back in Illinois. And I'm sure he said, you want to look for a weekly local paper and not go to Harvard Law? Oh, sure. Sure. And she had, don't worry, Dad, I'm really making a fortune with the CIA. (laughs) And then we had John Connolly, who was Mark Felt's uh, attorney toward the end of uh, Felt's life. Um, And he just saying, Wardour was a snake, just an absolute snake. Still is. Um, And it's it's just hilarious. And, you know, he was, he felt, 
felt betrayed because he gave up that he had a deep source. He didn't need the deep source. I mean, he just had to get the eyes off of Moore and Naval Intelligence and CIA and put it on the FBI. So that's yep. why he disclosed that, because the Washington Post has traditionally had a connection, and whatever you want to call it, not with the FBI. The FBI and the New York Times like each other. It's always had a connection with the CIA. Um, so it it just, you know, I, I never believed any of the Kennedy stuff, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Now, now I'm kind of going, what an idiot I am. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, Johnson didn't believe the Warren Commission. Nixon didn't believe the Warren Commission. Why should I believe the Warren Commission? <laughs> yeah, you know, and you mentioned Connolly, and he's another one. That you have the governor of Texas, who's a total Johnson man, ride in the car with Kennedy, gets shot along with Kennedy, survives, and then suddenly, a few years later, he's a Republican in Nixon's cabinet, and yeah. Nixon wants him to be vice president after Spiro has to resign. What's that all about? And yeah. then they, they they won't let him have Connolly. They say you have to have Gerald Ford. Okay. Who, was, who was on the Watergate? Was on the Warren Commission, so they know yeah. he's a safe guy. Oh, yeah, don't worry about him. We we own him. Yeah, and so maybe actually it had to do with Connolly as well. That Connolly is in a very good position to know a whole lot about Kennedy that has never come out. Right, and they don't want him as vice president and right. possible next president of the United States. Yeah, yeah. So, because so, I see some folks who just joined us, we're talking with Robert Spencer of Jihad Watch, who has a great um, article in PJ Media. So, did the CIA engineer Watergate to get rid of Nixon? And what you revealed is, as Tucker Carlson has been talking about some of the conversations, he had the date wrong. As it turns out, Nixon had the conversation with the CIA prior to the break-in. Prior to the break-in, and I think you're right. It makes absolute sense that. Why Why else would CIA agents be breaking in? And and I think you're right. If you're the CIA, you're like, okay, as you said, we can't kill two presidents in a row. That looks I wouldn't sus- be in a row. That looks suspicious. Um, Johnson's in between. <laughs> no, yeah. but I mean, two two presidents, you know what I mean, right after each other. Yeah, 10 years. And, yeah, um, that would look suspicious. I mean, it, it really, you know, we're learning a lot about the deep state now, but it got it, it makes you wonder. I mean, to me, when you step back and look at it, Again, everything that was a conspiracy theory, we now know to be true, you know, in recent years. And so you look at what the deep state did to try to get rid of Trump and is still doing. And I mean, what do you think? Well, I think the deep state got rid of Nixon. And it's all circumstantial, but there's so many circumstantial details. Another one is Spiro Agnew. Spiro Agnew was the movement conservative. Pat Buchanan was his speechwriter. He wrote the famous speech, nattering nabobs of negativism. <laughs> negativism. <laughs> <laughs> and Spiro was, in 1972, people said, I remember actually reading this. I was 10 years old, but I was very interested in politics. I was reading Time magazine, and it said, if the 1976 Republican nomination were held today, Agnew would win in a walk. That's what was the conventional wisdom. And yet October 73, he suddenly resigns after pleading no contests, no low contendere to what was it? Tax, tax evasion, no, bribery, but he bribery. OK, but no, no low contendere is not even a guilty plea. It's just right. I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, right. no contest. And because you got my wife kidnapped that, in the garage. Yeah, that's just the kind of thing somebody's going to plead if there are people strong arming him and saying, we want you out of here and it's going to go very hard with you. If you don't go play along. And, and, and it was bribes back in the time he was uh, Maryland governor, which is like, oh, that just come up? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, 
wasn't surprised. So you, you know, the FBI, Agnew, the conservative, yeah. and yeah. you bring in Gerald Ford, who was one of the prototypical modern day rhinos. Yes, yes. Who, who goes completely compliant with the left's agenda. Right. And uh, and and not real bright, as everybody no. noted. You know, as Lyndon Johnson famously said, he can't chew gum and walk at the same time. And accused him of playing football at Yale with, or Michigan without his helmet. I mean, Yale, Michigan. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, they put him in, and he does their bidding. And so it all seems to work that way. I mean, it would be a remarkable set of coincidences right. if it were not a deep state coup. Right, right, right. Well, and why did they? So, number one, they wanted. Let's walk it back a little bit. Why they they the, theoretically, and I think you're right. It seems pretty circumstantially got rid of Nixon because Nixon foolishly opened his mouth and said, "Hey, I know what you did to Kennedy." Why did they want to get rid of Kennedy? Kennedy is a whole other thing. There's so much speculation about that. And so there's nothing really certain that can be said. Some people say, Oliver Stone said this back in the 80s, that it was because he did not want to go along with the Vietnam thing. But I'm not sure if that was a uh, a manifestation of Oliver Stone right. being an anti-war 60s hippie, you know. Um, right. But Kennedy may not have wanted the escalation. Okay. And may indeed have thought this is a manifestation of what Eisenhower just warned us about. I mean, like two a year ago about yes. the military industrial complex uh, fighting these needless conflicts. It's far more plausible to me now than it right. was when Oliver Stone's movie came out. Right. Right. It may have right. been that. It may have been something to do with the mob. Any number of things. I mean, the, saying it's the mob does not say mean it's not CIA. The CIA, the mob, right, the CIA, right. or kind of inner channel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. You're right, though. I mean, why would the CIA be worried about Nixon saying this? Um, and which makes you wonder. Okay, so now you kind of fast forward a little bit. You've got the Bushes in charge. Well, they've got ties to the. The father was the, the senior was the head of the CIA. Okay, so yeah, you not- know what's really weird too is that senior George H W. there's all this, I'm I'm sure you know all this. He's November 22nd, 1963 in Dallas. He's photographed on the street. People ask him, why were you in Dallas on November 22nd, (laughs) 1963? And he says, I don't remember. I I don't remember. Oh, no, you wouldn't remember that. I can remember where I was November 22nd. (laughs) But everybody who is of a certain age, they remember exactly where they were. Yes. happened. There are records of this. George H.W. Bush was actually giving a public speech on November 22nd, 1963, which he cut short when the news came that the president had been shot. Wow. And he doesn't remember that later. <laughs> yeah, sure. Very, very fishy. Kinda. Well, and then so then you kind of fast forward to 9-11 and all of a sudden, you know, the, I think that the deep state gets the keys to the kingdom handed to them with, you, you know, some of the new laws and, and the ability Patriot to find people. Call the Patriot Act. Right. And, and then you fast forward. What do you think happened with Barack Obama? Because he seemed to have suddenly sort of gotten them on his side. I mean, he turned the weaponization until poor, poor, you Trump know, poor, da, 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 da. was a sandbag. But now you've got poor Joe Biden is being sandbagged, too. Well, but for, I don't know if he's, he's something, but <laughs> sandbagging. Well, him, Obama right? was their guy. Obama okay. was a man they created. 
Yeah. There's so many. Uh, then you, you you know when you bring up Obama, then there are all the funny things about his background. Right. And now people say, "Oh, this is just racist." Yes, well, yes, yes. Why did his publisher of his book say in the book uh, hey. author business bio that, or the book publicity material rather, that he was born in Kenya? And now they say, "Oh, that was just to try to make him seem exotic so that sell books." Well, all right. But <laughs> I don't lying. know, you know, nobody, I've published 26 books and nobody's ever said, hey, let's make up a big lie about you. Let's have you that. born in Kenya. Robert Spencer <laughs> was born in Kenya. That'll help his book sell. Maybe that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I don't understand why being born in Kenya is going to make somebody want to buy his books. But there's so many strange things about him. You know, Wayne Allen Root says yes. that he went to Columbia Law at the same time that Barack Obama did, yeah. and he was in the same legal concentration, and he never saw him. He never had any classes with him. The guy did not exist on campus, well, which is also very suspicious. Obama things- didn't go to law school at Columbia. He went to undergrad at Columbia. He went to law school at, at Yale. Oh, okay. Wherever. No, Harvard. He went but to Harvard. Story, he went to Harvard. But you're yeah. saying story what Alan Root says, yeah. I was in there. I at would Columbia. have seen him. Yeah. He was in the circle. same school in the same time, in the right. same uh, major or whatever, and he never saw him. Right. right. Very, very fishy. And so Barack Obama seems to me to be a quintessential creation of the deep state with a fictionalized yes. biography. And then he does whatever they want, and, and he's their guy. Trump comes in, and it's because Trump came in by accident, because they made a mistake. They're not perfect. Yeah. And we suddenly start to discover all this. And to discover there's a deep state at all. And now you're right. Biden is their guy as well. But he's embarrassing. He's senile. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a liar. He's di- been a disaster as president. And so now clearly they're letting the Hunter stuff come out. And uh, I mean, this classified documents business as well. And he's, he's, he's clearly being, being set up to be replaced. Right. 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 And so how... Much. I mean, so this is just like you said, well, setting up the presidents. How much else have we got? What the Senate Select Intelligence Committee or whatever? Which apparently is unbelievably corrupt and, and an adjunct of the deep state with Republicans like Rubio being part of the deep state thing along with Mark Warner. And, and of course, they got all the usual rhinos otherwise in there. Um, yeah. it just, but it, no, and some people, you know, Tank Credo told me from your state there. That uh, when he was in Congress, he uh, was all he came into Congress. I don't know what you think of him. I know you, you must we know love him. him. We, we love, love him. him. He's a good friend. So he comes into Congress. He's going to fix illegal immigration. Yeah. He uh, gets a little bit of time at the Republican caucus after big fights. They let him at a caucus meeting show his film of the illegal streaming across hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them streaming across the board, a little five minute film. And he says, at the beginning, there were 200 Republicans in the room. And by the time it was done, five minutes later, there were five left. <laughs> they all streamed out. They are all they all want the illegal immigration. They're all in the pocket of the same people yes. that own the Democrats. And they yeah. didn't want to hear it. Well, we were big supporters of him when he first ran. And uh, when he came back from Washington from his first trip, he just went, 
You won't believe how bad it is. <laughs> was. You cannot believe how bad you know, it is. I think we've seen, and there was a great column in the Federalists too, where today where they were, and the the guy, the conservative treehouse guy, has outlined all of this in great detail, talking about how this this essentially the fourth estate, this cabal of the deep state, the um, postal elites, the, the tech company, the media. Um, and, and, you know, again, for a while, I was very critical of Twitter, but it sort of seems like when Twitter well, tried to stand up against the deep state, the deep state said, hey, we'll destroy you. Yeah. We'll take you down. We can have, I mean, yeah. we all- Hamilton 68 is just a fraud and they tried to bring it out. And, and, and Hamilton 68, which is a website, it's supposed to be a dashboard, um, first set up by special FBI agent, former <laughs> FBI agent, who's an MSNBC uh, contributor, um, a total fraud. And the people on that board and advisors, like Mike Morelli, former acting CIA, Jeff Podesta, um, John Podesta. John Podesta. I mean, it's just amazing. It's just how, oh, yeah. deep, how deep does it go, do you think? Is there any bottom? Yeah. <laughs> do we have well, look, I, I can tell you a couple of things. As far as Hamilton 68 goes, uh, I'm with the David Horowitz Freedom Center. Oh, and right. David Horowitz, of course, you are, you no doubt are aware, is a former socialist, very right. far right. left activist from the 60s who worked with the Black Panthers. And then he woke up in the 70s, became a conservative and has been a conservative activist ever since. Hamilton 68 named him a Russian bot. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then they say, you know, and, and this these things are all symbiotic because then they get their media guys to yeah. say that the conservative media is full of Russian bots. Yeah. Right. Perfectly reasonable. I mean, perfectly living humans who are real, who they've just called Russian bots. And then they say, oh, look, the Russian bots are everywhere. So <laughs> that's one thing. But also the media, that they're wholly owned and operated propagandists. Yes. And this is something it baffled me when I first started out, because I was saying right after 9-11, you know, Islam is not actually a religion of peace. It has all these doctrines of war and violence. And every last mainstream media reporter wrote about when they wrote about me or other people like me, but they wrote like we were Jack the Ripper and they wrote that Islam was peace. And I started to wonder after a while, you know, when this happens 100, 200, 500 times, <laughs> uh, why is it that these guys all march in lockstep and every last one of them says the same things? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, they're bought and paid for. They're operatives. They're not reporters or journalists any more than Bob Woodward is. Right. Yeah. Well, and how do we then, you know, I mean, we watched Trump try to fight it. We'll see. I mean, now you've got the whatever the 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 New York attorney general is now going to convene a grand jury to yeah. look at. And now that they figured out that the whole Stormy Daniels things was a lie. So that wasn't true. But now they're going to convene a grand jury to look into him allegedly paying her off kind of thing. I mean, and and they've met they've said we're never going to stop suing. Yeah. Um, how I mean, it boggles your mind to, number one, think that the CIA was involved in John Kennedy's death, perhaps directly involved. It boggles your mind to think that they would get rid of Nixon. It boggles your mind to think about what they did to Trump, um, what they're doing to but Joe we Biden. Know, and, you and know, just what we know. You know. We know about Trump. The other ones, you know, we're trying to work our yeah. way through the fog and everything else. We know the day he got in, they were after Flynn, and then they were going to go after him. And yep. Comey was setting him up from day one. From day oh, yeah. one, Russia Gate, and they knew from day one, Russia Gate was garbage. It wasn't there, kind of like, well, we have to look. They made it up. They're yes, it up. yes, and so they were clearly get going 
to try to get Trump out. I mean, that's all, you know, that that isn't a matter of speculation anymore. The FBI clearly from day one was trying to get him out. And that's why we know about all this. This is why, you know, uh, uh, five years ago, if you had said, I think the CIA killed Kennedy and got rid of Nixon, I would have said, uh, Gee, I got another show. I got to go. Um, <laughs> no, you're right. We were banned from saying this. What? But now, forget it. And it's because of their, they've started to make a series of mistakes. And Trump, for some reason, he makes them step on rake, rake after rake after yes, rake. Yes. They just keep uh, messing up with Trump being the target, and yet they can't get him. <laughs> and uh it's we owe it to him even in the ways in which he did not succeed as well as we would have hoped as president but we owe it to him that we know that right. there is a deep state and that this all this is happening now so what do you what do you what do you think about desantis uh, i know you know a little off topic is he a cia yeah. agent he could be <laughs> i mean anybody he, could be i suppose yeah but, uh, i mean i mean it, it's it's if you go to you know um conservative treehouse they've said you know he's really just an establishment republican uh to allow the bushes and everybody else to get back into the party i don't see this i don't understand this there's a picture of him with jeb well jeb there's probably pictures of him with jeb with a lot of people um i don't see how you can look at desantis record in florida and think that there's anything wrong with it. Well, you have to look at DeSantis' advisors in Florida and seeing well, what's behind Trump's them. advisors were a disaster, too. No, 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 no. These are all Wall Street, big bond. I mean, read read the conservatory out, because I know Julie and I at first said, that's bull. You know, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And DeSantis is not running. You know, he'll wait, let Trump, you know, either succeed or not succeed. No, he's been right every time, and I'm shocked. Well, but I'm going to push. I mean, I am not convinced. I mean, he raises some points, but I would also say um, DeSantis isn't a billionaire, right? So DeSantis has to hire somebody. He has to get money from somewhere. Yeah. And, and I think you're right. His record speaks for itself. But I want to say. No, it doesn't speak for no, I want to say, well, it speaks well right now, I guess I'd say. But back with this, with the deep state, how much, could just a few more minutes and then we'll have to let you go. So these are the presidents that they're fiddling around with. To me, it's like if they're willing to do this with a president, what other kind of stuff? I mean, don't you think that's a legitimate question? Like like Seth Ridge? Yeah, like Seth Ridge, exactly. Sure. Well, look, I mean, I think that things are getting so obvious, you know, Uh, Epstein, the cameras don't work and the guards walk away. And then suddenly he's dead. Uh, these people are getting clumsy. That's very obvious. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know, I, uh, I had, I had a friend you probably knew, Phil Haney, who was with the Department of Homeland Security, mm-hmm. and he left the Department of Homeland Security, and he wrote a whistleblower book, and he was talking about how he had more, and that more was going to come out. And he and I were going to meet at a conference a few years back. And a few weeks before it, he emailed me and he said, I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you there. And then he uh, apparently killed himself (laughs) on the side of the road, got out of his car and shot himself. Wow. I don't think that's true. The the man was, was, was newly married or engaged. I forget which, but he was, he was involved in a relationship that was going along fine. He was telling me about how he was planning to do stuff, but he had things about 
DHS and the deep state. And suddenly he ends up dead. Sort of uh, like a Dorothy Kilgallen, you know? Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, she ended up dead by quote-unquote well, suicide. I think you said Seth Rich, yes. you know, in, in a robbery. Well, and it is scary. because Harvey can... Oswald, for that matter. You yeah. know, if Lee Harvey Oswald is some lone nut, and then we have to believe that this mafia guy who is so patriotic and so loved JFK that he has to go and shoot Oswald, yeah. it's very convenient, you know? And right after Oswald says, I'm just the patsy. Yeah. 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 Well, and then again, and you look at the way they, I think what hurt them, like you said, number one, yeah, Trump, for whatever reason, makes their head explode, right? He's like in their heads and they they make mistakes. In the meantime, because I think they so heavily censored the mainstream media, all of these, in the meantime, alternative media sources have cropped up, Right. Um, and so it becomes there are more outlets for this. Um, and that's why they started hammering on Twitter, YouTube, Google. I mean, you know, you try to Google certain things and it comes up. Um, but then you then you go to DuckDuckGo and you find all this other information. Right. Even though they're not a whole lot better, I don't think. But no. but I think so. There, I suspect they're kind of I don't know if they do. They run scared if you're at that level. I don't know. But but I got to wonder if things have gotten a little bit out of hand with sort of the citizen journalists and, you know, the, the Project Veritas and the fire Pfizer thing where, you know, we're manipulating. Oh, oh that was so we can. Get I love that executive. He goes flying on the ground, <laughs> grabbing stuff. I mean, it's it's a, it's really when you get right down to it, it is extremely scary what's going on. Now, not just what we know. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. There does seem to be a very, very well entrenched, powerful, extensive network of people who are absolutely unscrupulous and avid for power. Right. And unelected. And we don't even know who they are. And they've got their own little war going in Europe uh, and Ukraine and Ukraine to pour in billions and billions and billions. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, there were all those reports right away. When that guy, uh, Bankman Freed, Sam Bankman Freed ah. got arrested, that the uh, you, the United States gave money to Ukraine and then Ukraine donated money to Sam Bankman Freed's group. <laughs> and then Sam gave money to Democrat candidates. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> well, take no, long to save the Ukrainians. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do we think he's ever going to actually see the inside of a jail cell? No. God, no. I think the Democrats are going to give all the money back to the people who it's owed to. No. So no, the Ukraine war is going to go last until the last Ukraine. We've killed the last Ukrainian. <laughs> They've moved yeah. out and then we'll take, well, Robert, what else are you working on and where can people find out about you? And I hope you're I taking your security. Called, uh, the Sumter Gambit, how the left is trying to foment a civil war. And ah. that's exactly what it's about. It's available now at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and wherever fine books are sold. The Sumter Gambit: How the Left Is Trying to Foment a Civil War. Fort Sumter in the Civil War. Okay. All yeah. right, <laughs> Robert. Thank you. For thank you, Robert. Fort Sumter. All right. You, make sure you get your private security going there too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Have Thank a good you evening. for your time. Appreciate it. Uh, right. Oh, he's great. He's great. I know. And guys, I know there were so many um, comments here. I'm sorry we didn't have time to read them all. Um, Leo says Spencer, oh, Robert Spencer is always great. Um, so we're going to kind of open things up a little bit now, um, switching topics a little bit. Although if you want to comment on this, you can. Um, if you want to call 888-627-6008. 888-627-6008. If you want to put your comments in the chat area, we'll read them as we can. And also, if you're watching on Zoom, feel free to go ahead and, and uh, unmute yourself and comment. But wanted to talk about 
And Chuck, you're the one who discovered this. I'll give you credit. So today, Whoopi Goldberg was whining um, about the Tyree Nichols case, which was horrible. And the officers were were charged. um, And another one was charged today. But Whoopi Goldberg, I mean, first of all, everybody called racist, right? I mean, I love how the Democrats do that. And racist, racist, racist. They don't even care about the facts, right? They said the same thing about those two mass shootings in California. Racist, racist, racist. Then they found out that they were, it was Asian people. And they're like, they just, you don't even hear about that anymore. It might not have ever happened. But Tyree Nichols, nobody got to have riots, protests, you name it. Yeah, yeah. Even though everyone involved was black, but they said, well, they can be racist anyway, sure, right? Sure. And then Whoopi Goldberg says, well, if this started happening to white people, yeah. that's the only time it's going to change. Well, you know what, Whoopi Goldberg, it does happen All to white the people. Time. And the All reason the time. people know about it is because it doesn't fit their narrative. Right. Nobody covers it. Chuck found a case. I'm going to ask you guys. Okay, so we all know who Tyree Nichols is, right? Does anyone know who Jason, Jason, Jason Kluffner is? I bet you don't know. Does anyone out there know who Jason Kluffner is? I'm going to bet idea. you. Do you? Uh, no idea. Okay, <laughs> see, no one knows who Jason Kluffner is. I'm going to tell you who he is. He's a guy who was sleeping in his bed in Murphy, North Carolina, on December 12th. The uh, SWAT team, the Cherokee County SWAT team, they had a 911 call about shots fired. And so he's sleeping in his bed. They bang in his door. He comes out, opens the door, and they shoot him. And, and he's a disabled guy. He's a disabled guy. And guess what? There's video of it. There's video of it all. You never heard of this guy, right? No. I've never heard of him. You never heard of it either? See, I know. Yeah. You never heard of this guy. I want you to watch this. Now, what happened to Tyree Nichols is, is terrible. That videotape is terrible. But I want you to watch this videotape. And I'm going to warn you, it's a little bit graphic. The guy lives. So the, the guy so lives. Not happy ending. So what happens is, is the cops, I'm just going to set the stage there. He's a trailer. There's been a 911 call about shots fired, fireworks, something like that, right? The neighbor complains. So they go there and they send, bizarrely, he and his wife are asleep. Um, like a little robotic camera in there, and that kind of wakes them up. So if we could please play the shooting video. You see, it's dark in there. They're sleeping. This is the inside of their trailer. What's going on? Hello? 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 That's the cops yelling at him. What is going on? They're clearly asleep. He, the cops do not know he has security cameras inside his trailer. Unacceptable. Cops are saying, step outside and show us your hands. Shoot that motherfucker too. And they're shouting at him to come out, come out with their hands up. And he's saying, I can't come out. You're just. This is heartbreaking. It is. gets worse though. Look, he's shot. He's crawling to the door because they're forcing him to come out. He's afraid they're going to shoot his wife.
So he's laying there. No one's rendering him aid. I don't have a gun. They keep telling him to put the gun down. He doesn't have a gun. My name is Andrew Tate. I have a place to put it from Milton Road. Henderson Curry is a... This is Nathan E. Crowley. Now, what happens is the police don't know that he has that camera there, right? And so they put out a press release that says that basically, where did I put it? Um, that says that they had the, they, they thought that he was holding someone hostage. Now they have no idea why they think that, but they thought he was holding somebody hostage. They go there and they, they said that he came out, he um, got into a verbal altercation with them and then confronted the officers. So they had to shoot them. He got, was engaged in a verbal altercation. He emerged from the trailer and confronted the officers. He is charged, guys. He is charged with threats, resisting and obstruction as we speak right now. Okay. Now that's, I mean, and uh, it's later on the tape, apparently, that they, they unacceptable. They noticed the cameras. I mean, that's awful. And and that is awful. And that something should happen to those cops. But did you, has anyone, like you since said. Since this came out, since the film came out, yeah. there's not been one news story since that time. Not one news story. story. So Whoopi Goldberg. But when if you it black, it'd be a difference. Oh, exactly. If he was, if he was, black, are you kidding me? It would be all over the place forever. There'd be burning cities down. They'd be burning states on this poor guy, you know, had posted on Facebook because locally it got some coverage, right? Particularly because the police do look kind of bad in that. I mean, you clearly see for some reason they're banging on the door. He's not coming out because he's asleep. They send in and it's, it's in this little robotic camera and he and his wife are like, what then? There are people shouting. So they get up. They're clearly you know, waking up, he opens the door. They say, show your hands. He shows his hands they shoot him. and they shoot him. And they just shoot. And him. then they lie about it, uh, saying it was an altercation and he verbally harassed them. And then they noticed there was a camera in the thing that shows that they're just lying. Right. And so, but, but you again, really open my eyes of what the hell. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, I mean, but you don't hear anything about that and you don't see anything about and that. One down in Phoenix, it was very similar two years ago. The guy crawls out on his hands and knees, hands up, and they blow him apart. It's a white right. guy. So, you know, what the hell? And Dr. Donna's like, we're just qualified immunity planer. I'm sure. And that's a whole different that's a whole different topic. But, you know, the thing is, is that to me. It, it, it's like when the left, they have their narrative, right? And they don't care if it's a lie. With the Asian thing, they got up and said white supremacy, racist, white supremacy, and then boom, they drop it in a heartbeat, right? And then um, with with the Tyrese Nickel case, that's bad. But even they're calling it racist and white supremacy, even though everybody involved is black. Rather than just saying, hey, we have some serious training issues with our cops, because here's the news will be Goldberg. It'll stop when the left starts playing, stops playing politics with it and starts addressing what the actual issues are which is not racism. Those cops weren't shooting people that, uh, you know, the type they, they were black officers in Memphis for Pete's sakes. So these officers didn't say, Oh, he's whatever race. So oh, we're just going to shoot him. No, there were serious training issues and all kinds of. Maybe Bobby, I'm going to be swearing like that. Thomas, if you could kind of help on that, no, no swearing on that like that, but, and we don't want to talk about other people shooting other people. My point is that 
that again, the left media, they don't really care about fixing anything. They just care about creating division, about causing problems. They're happy when there are riots that destroy the cities because it creates more division. And it, it distracts from the fact that they're destroying the country on so many BLM, levels. BLM, and you can't BLM, even BLM, freaking buy. Thomas, can you mute that guy? If you can. Bobby, we appreciate you listening, but but you can't interfere with us like that. Um, keep your keep your microphone down. Um no black people. Um oh, you know, Tom, I think it was this guy, Thomas, this guy, Mark. Oh, he's got different names. <laughs> guy, come on. We're just trying to do a podcast here, okay? Well, he wants to interfere with the podcast. Yeah. He's lefty. <laughs> but but anyway, I mean that's that's a thing, is my point is if the left was serious about actually solving the problem. They would go ahead and solve the problem. It could be solved. There are ways to. Well, do you're not going to solve, quote unquote, no. solve the problem. I mean, you have to realize what who the police are and why the police. And you can minimize it. You can minimize it. I mean, you know, um, Tyreed or Tyre. Uh, what's Tyree, his name? I think it's Tyree Nichols. N- Nichols. Tyree Nichols. That's the, the the police my father knew in Al Capone, Chicago. That is the police I knew in Serpico's New York. Uh, that's the police um, in Glendale, Colorado, prior to our swing the election in 98, um, where they would, they, the police chief told me that it was so good for the morale of a man to be able to beat up somebody. Uh, in this case, it was a lawyer who had fallen asleep behind the wheel. They woke him up. He startled uh, and he stepped on the gas. They caught up with him and beat him, uh, beat him severely. Uh, and when the DA wouldn't charge him a felony, that the lawyer, uh, they said, well, here, here's the tapes. And they sent the tapes to the DA and to the credit of the DA said, yeah, there are felonies here. And it's you cops. Um, but those, so it, it is, it, no, it is not racism. It is, it goes on all the time. You give human beings power over other human beings. You've got, you got to slow it down, but it is amazing. You know, it previously that kind of beating would have gotten away with, right. um, and and instead, you know, these cops know they have cameras on them. They didn't turn them off. Maybe they're not smart enough to turn them off. That's right. Um, and these cops uh, in North Carolina uh, just got caught by tape. They they had their own lying thing uh, going. Yeah, and like you said, the tape she watched had the officers realizing he had cameras and mentioned something close to, oh, you know what? That's true. They did. They come back in and they the, the guy starts, he's got his hand on his head. He's going, oh, crap. That wasn't quite the word he used. And the other guy goes, cameras. And then they all wandered back outside. But they, <laughs> but here's the thing. They they lied anyway. I guess what are you going to do? Wow. And um, um, Sandra says, do you, oh, well, Leo had a question there about do they have um, ambulances and stuff come? Yeah, almost always when they have a SWAT raid. And they reference there that there's an ambulance there. Almost always when they have SWAT raids, um, they have ambulances very close by, obviously, because they know things could go bad. Um, and then Sandra says, do you really think it's training? Miss, maybe this is what the left wanted was to fund the police. It gets their guys in and starts a civil war. Well, you know what? I think Mark Poff has talked about this. Here's one of the things that the left really wants is they are, I agree, Sandra, secretly happy whenever the local police behave incompetently, because as Mark Poff says, what yes. they really want. That's a federalized. Is- and that, you know, just like the FBI, except all over the place, right. everywhere. 
Capitol Hill security forces yeah. cities all around the country, not on Capitol Hill. That's Mark Poff's theory, and I suspect he's right. Yes. But what they would yes. really like to do because federalize the police so they can control it and, and control exactly. you. Because you have these pesky sheriffs who get elected. So if people don't like what the sheriff's doing, he gets unelected. If the sheriff doesn't like the red flag laws, they might speak out against it. You have pesky police chiefs who are either elected or appointed by other elected officials. So if you could get rid of local police agencies, if you could make local police agencies look as bad as possible, as corrupt as possible. Just federalize it. Just, just have yeah. a federal, 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 you know, had everything. And that's what the FBI is trying to do. It wouldn't used to be before that the federal government would get involved in school board disputes or, or, or local corruption. Local, local drug cases. A local drug case. I mean, they, they've expanded their jurisdiction. So it's whatever there are 10,000. I mean, when there's a quote unquote noose um, hanging at a, at a NASCAR thing. It's all of a sudden 15 federal agents go down to investigate. Um, well, and they have to do it because when you start making disagreeing with the deep state narrative, right. domestic terrorism, and yes. that's a crime. Yeah. Well, the last thing you, you don't want to call up your local sheriff and say, Hey, look that. So Chuck and Julie guys, they're, they're spewing they They say that COVID is not as bad as we think. And that maybe people shouldn't get um, vaccines. Those people are domestic terrorists. They're committing a crime and go arrest them. And then the local sheriff says, well, no, I know Chuck and Julie, no, they're not domestic terrorists. And actually I agree with them, but you can't have that. Right. right. You can't have people saying, well, no, the other people have a point. So I think that's part of it. I mean, Sandra, I think you're kind of right there. Um, so you've got on the and so we're all we need to have hope. I'm just I almost despair. All right, really. Here, here it comes. The hope section. <laughs> hope section. God, I don't have anything quite hopeful to say, but I have to. I mean, there we have to be vigilant because it's from all sides. You've got the Whoopi Goldberg, the left, saying everything is racism, 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 and this never happens to white people, which is clearly not true. Then when it does happen to white people or they anybody, it. it's yeah. because well they ignore it. Right, but the right. ones who don't ignore it, it's like well the cops are so corrupt, incompetent, we, we federalize it. Um, you guys, we can never rest. It's like, I don't even need to laugh. I shouldn't be laughing. Um, well, you don't you cry? Um, Capitol Hill is Capitol Hill police. There uh, ought to be a run on. Will be a run on fire extinguishers. Yeah. Um, when you look around, if this is Dr. Don, if you look around at the different states, you will notice more military equipment being brought in. Yes. Well, they did all of that all the time. That was after nine eleven, right? You could when when Denver hosted the um, the a Democrat the. Uh, Democrat, the DNC, right? They got tons of military equipment, right? What do you need military equipment for for the DNC, right? What do you need tanks? Remember, that was in the news a while ago. All the cops had tanks. And of course, as cops would do, I would too, if somebody gave me a tank, I would use it. And you know, you'd find anything that people got upset. But um, um, Dr. Donna says they've been asking military personnel if they would attack or arrest their neighbors. (laughs) Facebook is asking you that if you notice people spewing COVID misinformation or people being domestic terrorists. You ought to take ivermectin. I mean, yeah. To turn them in. I mean, that's this thing. And, uh, you know, thank God for people like Robert Spencer and for people like you guys, everybody out there where you're like, raise your hand and say, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I just have a question because that's the thing. And we don't have time to talk too much about the jungle primaries. That's something else we need to talk about. There are more of us than there are of them. That's why they have to screw up the elections, because if they just had people, one person going out there casting one vote that was counted once, they would all lose. And they would lose all their power. And somebody would like look into the deep state and somebody would say, you can't do that, CIA. My concern is how 
if you're, you know, Jim Jordan and the people, uh, you know, Lauren Boebert, the people on these house committees that are investigating, um, how far do they go? You know, I mean, how far will well, they you be can't allowed go to very, go? Well, you can't go very far. You know, Trey Gowdy did did the, uh, the Libya investigation and he got, you know, he got her at least in front of the camera going, well, what at this point, what does it matter? And some other incriminating, right. but they really didn't find a lot. If you don't control the executive um, and you don't control the judiciary, um, you can't get anywhere because you can subpoena people and they just go, go stuff it. Uh, Eric Holder was found in contempt of Congress. Right. Has anything ever happened to Eric Holder because he's in contempt? No, no. Well, nor will anything happen to the Democrats who aren't going to the IRS, all the people who aren't yeah, going to yeah, turn yeah, over right. the stuff that the, the right. Republicans are asking for. We ought to be Democrats. It's just so much easier. Yes, Charlene. Maybe we need to be Democrats and then infiltrate <laughs> from within, infiltrate from within. Well, and that's why, you know, and maybe we'll set this up and we could talk about this Tuesday. There is a growing push, not just in Colorado, but in, around the country. It's already in Alaska. They've got it in Fort Collins. And you're seeing an increasing number of rhinos in Colorado yes. saying things like we need to get Charlie, they're on your side, but not really saying we need to get rid of the primary and we just need to have essentially a jungle primary. No parties associated. No. Instead, you need to pay to get on the ballot. And then once you pay, and only you get- trusted people will be allowed on the ballot. Right. And, and then. And then None of these grassroots Republicans. And that's the kind of thing you like. Well, that, and they're saying there's so many unaffiliated voters. We should do that. Yeah. Now, the whole thing is, is then the only person that wins, it's going to be the person with the most money. And who has the most money? The progressive left. Right. I mean, so I'm like it sure, is now. Yeah, like <laughs> it is now. I'm not so sure why the rhinos are all in favor of that. But it all is all about taking that one person, one vote away. Yes. Because, again, if all of us go out there and vote, we win. So they can't. They they collecting can't have ballot that contest. Yeah, really. it's kind of like it's kind of like a um, Easter hunt. You know, where can you find the ballots? Here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Here's one. You know, and I'm working. I'm trying to get a guy. Um, it's from Omega Three. They're, they're an American thinker. A lot. He talks about these. And I don't understand when you say the word fractal, I go like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, but they talk about phantom ballots, the ballots that are all mailed out yes, to, to yes. addresses that can't be delivered. And then they come back and you're like, who? where do they come back to? How does that exactly <laughs> yeah. work, too? And why don't the secretaries of state purge it? So um, anyway, that's going to wrap it up. I think we'll talk about all of that on Wednesday, maybe, too. We um, might. We might. We might. We all might. right, everybody. Just <laughs> to talk to tomorrow is the all oh, the big vote which, which i get to vote on vicky tompkins whether they get to destroy the versus. local county versus kbb as she goes out um with her hate agenda that's right well <laughs> hate agenda it's a power agenda it's i don't know hate, she, agenda. hate, hate is, grassroots people. oh hate grass there you go there you go so that's coming up we'll be talking about that too hey thank you everybody hey thomas want to say thank you a great job getting rid of that guy. Yeah. Um, if people were, he was fun. He was fun. People were paying attention. There was somebody kind of trying to interfere with our podcast. We've seen him before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so great job there. I know that's not easy to do, but thank you to all of you real guys out there mm-hmm. on the, listening to us in Zoom land. Remember, you can catch all the shows at chuckanddooley.com. Would love to have you follow us on Rumble and Twitter. Um, and meanwhile, we'll see you on Wednesday. We'll see you on Wednesday at three o'clock. That's right. Eastern, Western, no, no mountain, mountain time, mountain standard time. <laughs>